You obviously know Kung Fu. Hey everyone, this is Max Huang. I'll be starring in Mortal Kombat coming out 2021. And you're listening to Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> Joining me today on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast is actor, stuntman, filmmaker, martial artist, member of the legendary Jackie Chan stunt team, and soon to be portraying Kung Lao in the highly anticipated Mortal Kombat reboot, Max Wong. Max, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to the Kung Fu Driving Podcast today. It's a pleasure. Uh, the pleasure is all mine, absolutely. Uh, very excited about the work that you're doing. Uh, very excited about some of the things that I've seen you in. So uh, let's get right into it and start with the the basics. What is uh, your traditional martial arts background, if I can ask? Well, I would say my basic foundation lies in Chinese wushu, so Chinese martial arts. Um, you could also call it kung fu. And I've been training in many different styles over the years. But yeah, I also did uh, back when I was uh, a kid until high school, I did a lot of competitions in uh, full contact fighting, very similar to kickboxing or Chinese kickboxing. So that's my basic foundation. And then on top of that, over the years, I've added like different um, elements from, let's say, tricking or yeah, anything I could find that would match with me and my personality and the, yeah. So it's it's really a it became a mixture of a lot of different things, but I would say that the focus is on for now at least the Chinese martial arts. Now you competed, you actually won gold at the German Wushu Nationals back in 2009. So mm-hmm. how long were you actively competing? I was actually competing until 2015. That was the last time I was standing on a carpet performing. And I remember, yeah, 2015, um, I was part of the national team, uh, German national wushu team. And we were competing at the World Games in Jakarta uh, at that time. And that was super exciting. That was actually the biggest competition I was ever participating in. So it was a good way to kind of end that, you know, part of uh, my journey. Yeah, I, as you're getting older, it becomes harder, sure. you know, so, but still, you got to train, you got to keep everything sharp. But I think now the focus um, is on the movies, you know, the films creating uh, martial arts scenes, action scenes. Competition was good. Uh, for when I was younger, um, I'm not saying that I'm, you know, an old man right now, but <laughs> I think I'm the old man. So, okay. Ah, come on. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I'm actually 48. So I'm old. Okay. Not too bad. But I just, I actually just started taking martial arts. So I've been in doing it for okay. like two years now because of the show. So people like you have inspired me to actually try and see what my body can do. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> that's great. That's great. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, but what I wanted to say is that, um, you know, I had my focus for a long time on competitions and now everything shifted 
onto uh, making films and creating action on screen. Um, that's the primary goal, and um, that's where I want to develop in and um, grow and constantly, you know, create new exciting things hopefully exciting things yeah definitely so when you're creating uh, martial arts for film now uh what kind of styles are you drawing on when you create that action because you said you studied a bunch of different styles so where do you find that you're uh, kind of drawing inspiration from wow a lot of things you know as a lot of people who are into the martial arts i am I would consider myself still as a fanboy, even though <laughs> I am, I've been in the industry for now quite a bit, but I still look up to those big icons like, you know, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee, Donnie Yen, you know, those people have changed my life and influenced my life in, in so many different, different ways. So I draw a lot of inspiration from them and I think everything starts like it's kind of like like when you're a kid right you're trying to copy your parents because that's the only thing you 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 see you know in daily life so with martial arts scenes like everyone else i've i've been copying um jackie and bruce and try to recreate all those scenes but then over the years you try to really figure out who you are you know and i think that is probably the most important uh, for everyone in life, you know, to, to find out who you are. And based on that, you will then create your own style eventually. So I would say that um, actually with Mortal Kombat has helped me a lot because, um, because of the character to, to find new elements and to create my own style. Um, yeah, I hope the audience will like it, but I'm always searching for new things and try to incorporate that into my my work. Excellent. Excellent. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll talk about that more a little bit. But uh, when we go back to your youth, you started out in martial arts and then somewhere along the line, you decided that you were going to get into stunts. Now, when did you decide that you wanted to not just be a stuntman, though, but part of the Jackie Chan stunt team? Because I, I would imagine that's kind of the goal for uh, for, for stuntmen that uh, you know appreciate Jackie Chan's work. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, it's a very unconventional way that I I went because there's no there are no guidelines how to achieve these kind of things in life. It, it's it's more of um, being driven from the inside, you know, from your heart, and and really, it just I, there was a lot of luck involved. I would say because I was there at the right time at the right place um but i was also prepared you know so i had um back then when when i met uh jackie that was in berlin um i'm sure when you talked to andy andy long earlier um he told you about that amazing story <laughs> yeah so um to make it short i was i was in berlin me andy a couple of other stunt people and we knew that Jackie would come to Berlin to um, to show his new movie Karate Kid uh, and to promote the film and um, we were so hyped about that so we I bought a train ticket I remember and I drove to Berlin and um, we all got our demo reels prepared our show reels and this was back in 2010 so I was just starting out as a stuntman in Germany. So I did a, a TV show 
as a stuntman and a little bit, a couple of other things, but nothing big really. And we were standing, I remember, behind the red carpet when, you know, Jackie arrived, but it was really crowded at that time. And we were surrounded by thousands of fans. And plus, Jackie, when he came out, he had like bodyguards on his side. <laughs> um, so there was no real way to get in touch with him. But then the amazing thing happened, you know, because Jaden Smith, uh, the son of Will Smith, he came by and he was signing all these autographs to um, to the girls and, and to the fans. <laughs> and us stuntmen, we were, we were just in the middle um, of that and standing there and um, we were screaming at him. And I remember I was screaming at him and handing him out my tape and I was like, please, please, give this to Jackie. I want to be part of this Jackie Chan stunt team. And, you know, at that moment, he just, he just looked at me and he was still for a second. And then he took the tape, he took the CD, he took it in his pocket and he, he went, he went away. So, wow. Yeah, that's what happened. And then it was a very strange moment because after that, we actually, uh, we won tickets to the film so we were allowed to then enter the red carpet and walk on the red carpet and uh, at that moment um so we won the tickets and we passed by jackie you have to imagine we were on the red carpet jackie was maybe let's say four to five meters in front of us and waving to all the fans and we were and his back was towards us so at that moment I was standing there and I was looking at him and I said to myself, one day I'm going to make a film with you. Or, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I went into the cinema and, you know, Karate Kid uh, at some point is a very emotional film and my tears dropped. I don't know why. It was very emotional. <laughs> and yeah. magic happened one, one month later. You know, I was in Shanghai. I was at the uh, sport university back then uh, practicing martial arts. And then uh, one afternoon, an email came in and it said, Jackie Chanston team. And I was like, come on, this can't be real, you know? So <laughs> I was opening that email and um, um, back then the, the stunt coordinator uh, from Jackie, he, he, yeah, he wrote me an email saying that, well, Jackie really liked your video and um, do you want to join us for the next film? Do you have any uh, ways to to come to uh, Shanghai and and join us? And weird because at that moment I was in Shanghai. Wow! So two days later, I met up with the stunt coordinator, and I would say the rest is history. Since then, I've been working for Mr. Jackie Chan. That's awesome. So uh, explain to me then how. Uh, influential and important Jackie Chan was to you prior to that because it's just in, in terms of context because very important yeah 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 I mean what, what was what was it like very important you know with Jackie I feel like when I was young as a kid um, we used to watch all those VHS tapes um, Jackie Chan films so every time I would come back from school I would watch a Jackie Chan film that was for sure so he was kind of always in our household like becoming part of the family like like you know yeah. like a 
an uncle or some, sure. some, something like that. So, so when I met him in real life, he wasn't too far away from what I thought he was, you know. Really? Yeah. And um, overall, he's just the best, you know. He's a great guy. He takes care of the stunt team. He's very generous. He's very humble, you know, grounded. And I mean... You know, there, there there's even some footage online, I'm sure, where he sweeps the floor on set and he just takes care of everyone. So huge ins- inspiration and, um, yeah, real uh, role model. Now, that's uh, an interesting thing because you said that when you met him, he kind of was what you had been picturing. That's always a little touchy, right? Because everybody says you shouldn't meet your heroes because you never know. They could be completely different from when you meet them. What When you were actually meeting him for that first time and actually getting to know him, uh, what was going through your head? I Was it overwhelming? Did you stop and freeze for a little while or was it just like, all right, we're here, I got work to do? <laughs> Again, you know, so at, at these kind of moments so many things run to your mind at the same time so i remember i was um we were shooting chinese zodiac in in beijing in china and um that's that was the first time i got to really uh, meet him and uh one of the stunt guys introduced me to him brought me into uh the office and they were just holding a conference for the film and and then they opened the door for me and the guy was like, hey, um, Jackie, you haven't met Max yet. He's from Germany. Um, you know, he's a martial artist, stuntman, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I got to shake his hand. He he was like, hello, welcome, welcome. And that was it, you know, a couple of seconds. <laughs> but for yeah. me, it, it meant the world. You know, when I went out of that room, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> So what was on your your demo reel? Because for any stunt people that are out there, what was the secret sauce that you put together? No secret sauce. I would say, um, <laughs> I don't know. There was a, a, a lot of footage that we shot our, ourselves, you know, we created ourselves from little fight clips and training montage stuff. Um, some reactions, uh, you know, Hong Kong, Hong Kong stunt reactions, hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that. Weapons, yeah, um, a good mixture of everything. Because I think that's really important to um, have the ability to pick from a lot of different things than, rather than just focusing on one thing. Because with film, it really is, you have to be educated like uh, widely, you know, and and over time, it's not enough to just be a good performer uh, if you want to do stunts. You have to learn how to do the camera, how to do edit- editing, everything, you know. That's so important. Um, so my recommendation for the younger stunt people who just want to start out um, really is to do your martial arts, do your stunt work, but also learn about filmmaking in general because that will help you a lot along the way. You can't always be uh, a stuntman for your whole life because the body, you know, you get older. But what you can do is step up into different positions like uh, becoming a choreographer or 
an editor or a cameraman or a uh, action director, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, longevity. Yeah, 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 for sure. So uh, tell me then, do you have like a favorite memory from being on the stunt team? Yeah, many, many great moments. Not a specific one right now, um, but what's so great about um, the team in China, I think, is that there, there's a feeling of family, you know, like you really belong. And um, yeah, I, I just love that. You know, whenever we're on a, on a film, we, uh, we work out together, we go on set together, we, you know, we do um, the stunt work together. But then we come back home, we eat together, we, you know, do different things. Because, yeah, from what I've seen, because I've worked in the West as well, um, on some projects and it's really different you know uh when you are not in the core team uh the core stunt team you basically show up on set every day you do your hours and then you go back home and the next day you show up but it's not the feeling of being together 24 hours 24 7 and that's the case in china there's rarely any time for privacy let me tell you this because when you're um, shooting a movie, you're sharing. In China, you're sharing your room with someone else. It's always, uh, yeah, two people in one room. And uh, uh, very little time for um, yourself, I would say. Okay. All right. So uh, then as a stuntman, as someone who operates in that particular part of the industry, what did you bring to the game that set you apart? Or Was there something that made your work particularly... Uh, stand out or different from what was going on at the time? Well, all I can say is that I look at myself as a visionary and a hard worker. So by that, I mean, whenever I'm trying to create an action scene or a fight scene, at first, at first, I want to, I have to know the feeling, you know, uh, what does that scene mean or portray? Because really, it's not only a bunch of moves, punch and kicks, you know, what it's really about is telling a story and, you know, bringing that across through movements. Um, so I would say that is my approach of um, filmmaking in general. And I don't think I'm at the top of my game yet. I've just started out. Um, so, yeah, always keep on working hard. And I guess that's the secret, you know. But I'm not a superhuman or anything. It's just like hard work, persistence. That's it. Excellent. So then from being a Jackie Chan fan, a diehard fan, Mm-hmm. to taking the chance on the red carpet and slipping Jaden Smith a, a, a DVD. Thank you again, Jaden Smith, by the way, if you hear this. Because <laughs> I haven't had a chance to meet this guy again after that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd love to say thank you because he has changed my life. Wow, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to have to tag him and make sure that he sees this. But <laughs> Okay. Um, so from, from that moment to being on the Jackie Chan stunt team, you then get to be in the position to be the stunt coordinator for Jackie Chan himself in Bleeding Steel. That's quite the journey. Mm-hmm. What was it like, first of all, uh, being the stunt coordinator for that film, knowing that you're going to be coordinating all of this stuff with Jackie directly? And then what was a stressful day on that set like? Uh, first of all, 
a lot of pressure. You can't imagine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's Jackie Chan, you know. Sure. It's not some no-name actor there. It's Jackie Chan. <laughs> so, wow. Even when I think about it right now, it makes me sweat, you know. <laughs> uh, it really all started with you know the film the foreigner we shot yes. that a couple of years ago in london and uh during that time i was um doing some previews for the film and i created a, a video and i was showing it to jackie and he really liked it so he was like uh he hasn't seen anything from me before that uh, because you know in a stunt team you you you're not like talking all the time to Jackie, you know, you try to keep the distance a bit and be respectful. But um, it was really the first time he saw some of my stuff that I created. And um, he was impressed. So a couple of days later, he was asking me if, you know, how's your Chinese? And I was like, yeah, I think it's okay. So he was like, oh, okay. You're gonna do the next film, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, what do you mean?" <laughs> um, but yeah, and then uh, we started on Bleeding Steel. Um, wonderful journey because for the first time I had the chance to bring on people I always wanted to work with. Um, a lot of them are my friends, and um, it was a very new, fresh team. People who were, um, you know eager of doing something new and you know creating awesome stuff and um, because I, I tried to break the boundaries and that was the approach at least um, and yeah I had a lot of freedom to tell you because the director uh, he was really nice he he was basically saying yes to 95% of my ideas so and then it got to the point where where I even started to, um, I would say, uh, action direct because, you know, a lot of times in, in China, when it comes to the action part, uh, the stunt coordinator normally takes over the whole set. So he becomes the director, uh, especially if uh, the director isn't that familiar with shooting action. Um, he would then leave it to uh, the stunt people. And then... Jackie gave me his support uh, because I was always showing him the the replays of the footage. And, and then at some point he was like, uh, if you need to do it one more time, just do it. I trust you. And and that meant a lot to me because it was a really pressureful time. And uh, having words coming from Jackie, like those kind of words really made it a lot easier because um, I knew he you know would trust and believe in me and yeah cool experience um and some very stressful days uh, it was always stressful but i would say that um uh, most stressful but also most fun was um if you watch the movie there's this opening scene at night um there's like a <laughs> yeah. big shootout uh we shot that over i think 16 nights in taiwan wow 16 nights. And, yeah, 16 nights. And I really like uh, the whole atmosphere of that scene. I think that's my favorite scene. But a lot of pressure because it's only so many hours dark at night. Sure. Yeah. So at 5 a.m., 5.30, the sun would rise up again. And so we always had to deal with that time pressure. Um, but 
was amazing, you know, to be given this opportunity. <laughs> what a story. That's awesome. All right. So then from stunts and stunt courting now into acting. Big deal coming up very soon. Are uh, you going to be front and center as Kung Lao in the Mortal Kombat reboot? Yeah. Tell me how excited you were to be involved with this. Was Mortal Kombat something that resonated with you? Totally. Because I was watching it when I was a kid. Mortal yeah. Kombat. Who didn't, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. I was a big fan of uh, Robin Robin Shaw. Yeah. You know, the actor who portrays uh, Liu Kang. And, um, yeah, it was kind of, it was a, a big uh, step in my life, I would say, because I always knew that I wanted to be an actor. And to me, you know, I saw stunts, filmmaking, choreographing, all that as a progression that eventually would lead to me doing what I love to do, which is, you know, being in front of the camera, doing martial arts, doing acting and all of that. So, yeah, um, when I got the call that, you know, they want me as Kung Lao, I was overwhelmed and um, it was an amazing feeling. Again, the same kind of feeling that I had with when I got the chance to join the Jackie Chan stunt team, um, because just before I got the call, I was, I would say at a pretty low uh, stage of my life nothing really didn't work out and i wanted to be an actor i did my acting training courses in in london and i flew here i flew there i did a lot of auditions really hustling you know every day trying to also make money and survive so sure. i auditioned for a lot of things and nothing really worked out and um that was very close to the moment where I was like, okay, you're getting 30 right now. What if you, you know, just can't make it? Just maybe, yeah, just maybe continue with doing stunts. But um, so my spirit, you know, <laughs> that flame inside me got a low, uh, smaller and smaller. Oh, but then, oh, wow. but then, you know, I auditioned for Mortal Kombat. At first, I remember, um, they didn't choose me for uh, the part because I was auditioning for Liu Kang, the other character. Okay, right. That didn't work out. And so I think two or three months later, they called back and they were like, we want you as Kung Lao. Wow. That's got to be such a rough life. <laughs> I'm, I'm not an actor, so I don't understand th these kind of pressures. But to, to go out for a role and be rejected for it and then to have to to kind of think, well, I guess that whole thing is done. I got to move on. And then two, three months later, you get a call to come back as Kung Lao. I mean, <laughs> I should write a book maybe. I don't know. But, Absolutely. You know, this is like uh, out from uh, coming out from a movie almost, you know. Yeah, it's like sure. being rejected and then struggling, struggling until you can't no more, and then the final call comes again. So, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's just a, to me, it's a miracle, and I'm very thankful for that opportunity again. You know. Yeah, it's got to be a tribute to your persistence and your determination too, though, because uh, like your trip through the Jackie Chan stunt team. You stuck with it. You you traveled to where you needed to travel. You slipped Jaden Smith the disc and it gets to Jackie and you 
make it to the Jackie Chan stunt team. Um, that acting journey parallels it, right? You, you know, maybe you're, you're doing things that they don't work out right away, but you stuck with it. And just when you think that fire is about to go out, you get that opportunity and you, and you, you jump on it. I'm sure you're going to make the most of it. Yeah, very true. Persistence. Yeah. So what can you tell us about this version of the movie? Cause it's gotta have some baggage with it because of, uh, those of us who love the original movie, what kind of, uh, what kind of things can we expect from this? version? Well, as you can imagine, I can't talk too much in details about the film because it's not released yet of course so yeah unfortunately i can't tell you anything about this story or the plot sure but i would just say this it's gonna be different from the 95 oh, film yep. you know it's gonna be different and it's gonna be refreshing and it's gonna be new and um Man, that's all I can say at the moment. I can't give away too much. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I just I just know that I had an amazing time on set because the Australian crew, everyone, the cast, they were so nice. Also to me, you know, so nice because for me it was the first time to uh, star as um, a supporting character in a big film. So you know, something I've never done, uh, never done before. So. Again, a lot of pressure, um, but, you know, they were so nice to me and, um, yeah, great people to work with and to learn from. Well, let's talk about the uh, the people that you're working with, because that's a pretty spectacular cast and crew. James Wan, you got Louis Tan, Joe Taslim, Hiroyuki Sanada, so many others. What was it like to be surrounded by that kind of talent, particularly in terms of uh, martial arts talent knowing that this is going to be the Mortal Kombat movie it was Simon McCoy who directed the film James Wan was the producer but yeah like you said an amazing cast you know we have Hiroyuki Sanada who is a legend absolutely um, starring in films such as um, The Last Samurai you know then we have Taranobu Asano, who became a very good friend of mine during the shoot, who is one of the biggest stars from Japan. That's awesome. Um, we have Louis Tan, you know, up and coming rising star, um, Asian American, uh, great guy, you know, um, great personality. It was super fun to to work with him. And then we have um, two actors or I think three actors uh, who are from Australia. Um, you know, we have Jessica McNamee and Sissy Stringer, and we do have Josh Lawson. And um, and then we have one guy who I actually, I've known for quite a while is Ludie Lin. Oh, yeah. Because back then when I was starting out with stunts, we did a film together in China and... We met, I think, eight years ago. Um, so that was pretty cool. And uh, Joe Taslim, Joe Taslim from Indonesia, you know, The Raid. Everyone knows The Raid, I'm sure. Fantastic, yeah. Um, and Chin Han. Chin Han, yeah, he did a lot of Hollywood films. He was even in 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 The Dark Knight and uh, he did a, did a film with The Rock. And so overall, an amazing cast. And I've learned from everyone, you know. And they were all so humble and and easy to work with so great fun yeah that must have been awesome uh, and being with that kind of cast and being in mortal Kombat, a property that's so well known and 
you know, getting to be uh, Kung Fu superheroes. That's got to be so much fun. You know, I think there's really a wave going on right now in terms of uh, those martial arts films. I hope so. Because when did we last see a big budget film coming from America that is a martial arts film? Because Mortal Kombat is a martial arts film. Don't get me wrong. It's not an action film. It's a martial arts film. Absolutely. So, yeah, really cool. And we have... Shang-Chi coming out from Marvel next year as well. So that has a lot of Kung Fu involved. And so, yeah, I think it's a good time to be in America and do films as, especially as an Asian, you know? Yeah. And also because of the success of films like uh, Crazy Rich Asians, you know, it opened a lot of doors for so many uh, Asian Americans or Asians in general to pursue a career in film. Yeah, just recently Parasite winning the Oscar. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, Brad Pitt at the Oscars put in a word for stunt people. Which I thought was awesome, yeah. To honor them. So, And then Tarantino's film, Once Upon a Time in America, in, in Hollywood, it was about a stuntman and an actor. So, yes. you know, I think it's, it's great um, to educate people about um, those kind of jobs because maybe... Not so many people ever heard about, um, you know, the work of uh, a stuntman or what he has to actually do, you know, what is his actually, uh, his what is his work, you know. So I think it's great. Sure. For and sure. then we have, you know, the John Wick movies. So absolutely. And you know, the masterminds behind uh, the John Wick films are David Leitch, Chad Stahelski, you know, who right now are really big directors in Hollywood, but their background comes from stunts. You know, they're running uh, a big stunt company in, in America. So it's great that, um, to, to give people who have an understanding about how to create good action, um, to give those people a chance to jump into the director's seat, you know, cause you can really tell the difference, you know, there's, um, it's different quality. Well, let's segue that into your own work because you are also a filmmaker in your own right. You just directed No Way Out. Tell me about that film. Yeah, v very cool project. Um, we did that, I think it's almost two years uh, since we started working on that film uh, at first. But um, the impulse really came because, you know, like I said before, I wanted to start out as an actor, but I didn't have enough footage of me doing that so the easiest and quickest way was to create a, a short film where i could then also showcase um, acting skills as well as martial arts skills um, and originally i was trying to find someone to direct because uh, my main goal was to focus on acting and, and martial arts and performing <laughs> but um Eventually, you know, uh, things didn't work out as I thought they would, and I, I started to direct it myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're probably gonna see that film, or you will see that film this year, and there will be a trailer released also. I think middle of this year, and it's a small, it's a small project, but it's still. Uh, something i was very passionate about and i think um people gonna like it or i hope so 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I'll, I'll look out for that for sure. So is that something that you might want to do more of in the future or do you want to focus mo- mainly on acting? Um, you know, because of the limitation of youth, I would say. Sure. <laughs> I want to pursue acting for now because at this point of my life, I can still do and perform a lot of these things um and let's talk about it in a couple years but i don't know (laughs) when i'm 50 or 60 i don't know i don't think i can do that anymore (laughs) and then (laughs) uh, you know by the time you know i see my probably yeah late late 40s i could imagine to to jump into directing or or action directing you know either or but for now it's time to be in front of the camera. Very excited to see what you bring to Kung Lao and Mortal Kombat. So we'll see what goes on there. All right. I've kept you a long time. So let's do a lightning round. You ready? Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> All right. So first thing that comes to your mind, ready? Uh, what's your favorite fatality in the Mortal Kombat game? Uh, of course, Kung Lao cutting people's head off with his hat. <laughs> That's a great move. Uh, if you could go back in time and be cast in any Jackie Chan movie, which one would you choose? Drunken Master 2, The Kicker. Nice. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. All right. One of the big comic book movie universes calls you for a superhero role. Who do you hope they ask you to play? Um, oh, my God. Batman. <laughs> nice. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, Batman. But if it's not a superhero movie, James Bond, because James Bond needs Asians. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. All right, good deal. Um, what is your favorite dessert? Ice cream. Nice, okay. Uh, Andy Long taught me a phrase, lighter guile. <laughs> Do you have a favorite German slang phrase? Digga, was los? What does that mean? Um, that's basically, dude, what's up? Okay, how do you say it? Digga, was los? Because Digga is like a slang Diga was los. Diga was los. Very important if you go to areas like uh, Hamburg, for example. You, you you have to use it a lot. You get you get approached by Diga all the time. Diga was los. Awesome. All right. <laughs> all right. And uh, the last uh, lightning round question, it's a trick question, so hopefully you get it right. But what is your favorite podcast about kung fu and martial arts movies and entertainment? Of course, Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let, let me ask you, how, how long have you been doing this and what was the what was the motivation behind creating this podcast (laughs) this is the fourth year now and the motivation was just being a fan of the the classic kung fu films uh 36 chamber shaolin you know five deadly venoms that kind of thing and uh just looking at the podcast scene at the time there wasn't a lot that celebrated martial arts in entertainment and i wanted i just wanted to see more of it i wanted uh, people to want to see more of it and like you said, it's kind of a, a good time for martial arts uh, in terms of big budget efforts. So, you know, hopefully there's more of it. Because, I, I mean, I think it's still a, a ways away from being recognized by Hollywood the way that it, it used to be celebrated in the 70s and the you know 60s and 70s. But um, with, uh, like, the guys you mentioned, like, uh, Stahelski and Leach and uh, and and guys like that that are bringing martial arts more to the forefront and not necessarily calling it an action film anymore. 
it, you know, as as they're being able to say that it's a martial arts film, I think it makes it uh, a little bit more palatable for Hollywood. But I think we still have a little way to go. True, very true. Well, I love that you support the um, the industry or that particular scene. You know, that's great. We need more people to do that. Uh, I think you know, I'm a big fan of the '70s and the '80s of those films, and I th I think that. You know, back then there was so much spirit coming with those films, and I think that's what we probably miss um, because an action film can only give you that much. But you know, a, a good martial arts film. There are a lot of crappy films, uh, martial arts films, that also portray the wrong um, idea of what martial arts is. But you know, a good martial arts film always is you know so inspirational to to and motivating to watch i think because film is movement and it's just great to to see all those um you know th those are athletic skills that these guys back then performed and put on screen so it's amazing to watch what they their cap capability of what they can do with their bodies and i, I think you know in today's time we have so many actors who I would say have a lack of that authenticity because because they might do a martial arts film, but they practice for six weeks or what, and then you know directors producers expect them to be uh, looking like Jet Li, which you know is not the case because those guys they've been practicing like what 20, 30 years, you know, and you can just see it within their eyes you know when they when they look in the camera when they do one punch you know it's real it's authentic and that's what i'm trying to do as well I try to be authentic try to bring back that spirit of martial arts into movies um i think that's my mission my main mission to be honest all right um what other things do you have in the works currently well at the moment um i'm training a lot and just keeping myself ready for uh, new opportunities. Um, and I don't think many people notice, but I'm also doing music, so I sing. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I just composed a new song, and I'm gonna, uh, we'll go into the studio soon to um, record it. And then, because what I want to do is, um, you know, I think I express myself on, on many platforms. And I think, uh, you know, music has been a, always been a big part of my life. Even even when I um, choreograph action, I, I, I have music to give me inspiration. So, Excellent. yeah. And um, I might be in LA soon and have more meetings for different projects, but nothing uh, specific at the moment. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so where can fans then go to follow your adventures? And is there any place that they can listen to your music? Go to Max Huang Official on Instagram and you can follow me there if you want. And I would be very happy if you do so. <laughs> um, and uh, music-wise, um, it will need a bit of time, but I think it will be on um, Spotify should be on Spotify uh, very soon, yeah. What, what kind of musician are you? Do you play instruments or do you sing? Uh, I sing, I play piano, and um, I used to have uh, my own uh, rock band back then. Nice. Uh, yeah, we did music for, I think, six years in a row, and we uh, even produced an album back then. 
Um, but it's been a while, and now I'm coming back just solo, yeah, doing my own stuff. Um, so not with a band anymore, but yeah, still fun. <laughs> That's fantastic. Max Wong, thank you again for taking some time out to talk. What a fantastic uh, conversation. You're multi-talented. I'm very much looking forward to Kung Lao in Mortal Kombat, and I wish you the best of luck with everything you have going on. I hope to see much, much more of you in the future. Thank you, Jav. Thank you so much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, looking forward to talk to you next time. My thanks to Max Wong for hanging out and chatting all the way from Germany. Mortal Kombat will be hitting theaters in January 2021, so I wish Max all the best. I'm excited to see what he does with Kung Lao and hope to see more of his work very soon. Until then, you can follow him on Instagram and Facebook. I'll leave those links in the show notes. Keep an eye out for his film No Way Out as well. Keep an ear out for some of his music, too. And speaking of music, Jaden Smith, if you're listening, Max really wants to meet up with you again just to say thanks for the way you literally changed his life, so hopefully this puts you two in contact. Otherwise, guys, feel free to follow me on all my socials as well. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for the Kung Fu Driving Podcast, or feel free to email me at kungfudriving at gmail.com. Now, this is the first episode of Season 5, so as always, I want to thank all you fans for hanging in there and kicking it like Kung Fu with me over the years. Until next time, Poison Clan, peace. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea roaming over the lands. Yeah, the little bitch soldier is old and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to great jars. Fight for the cars, then pass here. The pass, not the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David Yee is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster. Could chat a little drink because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine But see Maggie Chung is finer Golden Swallow has arrived Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive We've got the brave archer make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah the sky goes black Cause the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all to so stand back You place the black magic on the soul of the sword And our sword will travel until his body's on floors Yeah Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style Yeah the Defeat the enemy and watch you run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! 
this time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claw See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time and Janet counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slashing blood of just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the won't stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got her just in yellow but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor and the blood It'll splatter against the wall, no fear at all To kill them all, there's always blood spilled When you head into a war, fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that's the car Jet Li I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, many for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting